recommend each other a lot of different things. I'd say most of our conversations start with the phrase, have you ever seen blank? You know, I'm Jacob, by the way, if if you're li- this is episode one of. Yeah, this is what are we doing? <laughs> um, Hi, I'm Fisher. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jacob. Um, nice this- to meet you, too. This is our podcast called I Told You So that is basically it's based around the idea that all Jacob and I do is recommend each other things and then and get angry when they haven't seen anything or watched the thing that we've recommended proceed to ignore the other person's recommendation. Yeah, like the good friends we are, you know, we really respect each other's taste. Um, (laughs) and so we came up with the idea to hold each other hostage to consume the content that we want each other to. I was going to say accountable, but hostage is good too. No, this is a hostage situation. (laughs) In case that wasn't made clear. Yeah. And so, and so this is movies, it's, it's shows, it's games, it's, it's whatever. We'll be doing just about, um, everything and anything. And I guess if. If our listeners have any recommendations on what we should consume, if we haven't seen it, we'll check it out. Yeah. Oh, we didn't set up an email. We should set up an email. Oh, damn. Okay, you know what? I'll add a message (laughs) at the end after Jacob and I record this part where everything is organized and makes sense. Yeah. Because nothing makes sense to us in the moment. Yeah, no, we we are freewheeling. We are loose cannons. Yeah. Wild card. That's the show. Um, I promise it'll be a lot more together in the future, but please bear with us for the time being. Oh, no, that's the magic of it. (laughs) This is this is just us. I'm sure we'll agree about everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, It's going to be very nice and amicable. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we'll have no disagreements whatsoever. It's true. I think that... um, I mean, at least this episode should be off to a good start, considering I think you recommended me this movie because you like it, not because you were like, let's talk about how this sucks. So I think we'll agree on this one. Okay. See, okay. See, I was nervous about this. I guess we should get into the actual thing, which is uh, Brigsby Bear, uh, which is a movie that came out in 2018. uh, Written, starring, produced by Kyle Mooney, who you might know from Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys in Saturday Night Live right now. Um, directed by Dave McCrary, who also works on Saturday Night Live. Like, basically, I, I don't know if you've seen any of Kyle's old good neighbor stuff with Beck and Nick Rutherford. Oh, absolutely. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. And, and they, like, all had a hand in this. Like, Beck... Bennett is also on SNL and was in the Good Neighbor sketch group that they both did, like, starting after college or something like that. But this was uh, probably, like, Kyle's brainchild. Uh, And so he wrote it and starred in it. Uh, Came out in 2018 or 2017. And then I probably saw it in 2018 uh, on a plane for the first time because... I was uh, on a choir abroad tour to Vietnam. Look at this guy. Okay. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. Subtle flex. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we were just looking at the movies that was on the flight to Vietnam. 
and that was on there and I had never heard of it. Uh, I wasn't watching SNL as uh, routinely as I do now. So I recognized Kyle Mooney, uh, but I didn't really know who he was. And of course I knew who Mark Hamill was, who also starts in this movie. Uh, and so I watched it and I was like, how have I never heard of this movie before? This is really good. And then I told my friends about it while we were in Vietnam. I was like, you guys should watch it. It'll probably be on the flight back. And then one of my friends, Evan, uh, did watch it. And he was like, dude, this is really good. And so I've basically just been on a one-man mission to get as many people to watch this movie as possible. Which is difficult because it's not on anything, right? Like, you can rent it, but it's not available to stream on netflix or hulu yeah or anything Wait, like that i think it's available on hulu but you know how hulu's like you need to subscribe to this other thing after your base subscription like you need a yeah, star I think it's subscription like premium hulu not just like normal hulu or Christ. something like that yeah i just rented mine yeah. off of youtube yeah and i took this opportunity to buy the blu-ray oh uh, very cool yeah because i've always wanted to start a blu-ray collection of movies i really like and if you go online this movie is like seven bucks for the blu-ray so what a steal not too bad yeah seriously but yeah so 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 that's that's the gist of brigsby bear and and how i came to find it and i'm sure we'll talk about the story specifics but i'm eager to hear what you thought fisher um well I was excited to watch the movie. So to start with, I had high expectations going into the movie because I also am a big fan of everything Kyle does. But I was aware that this was more of um, uh, a dramatic movie because, you know, being on Saturday Night Live, it's all it's it's comedy. Um, so I was curious to see <laughs> if you might <laughs> you might know about this. It's comedy. Um that um the kind of direction it was going to take but i feel like all of kyle's work has this um uh, honesty to it uh in in his sketches as well that they're funny but there's like this underlying um uh, awkwardness or or sadness that you feel a little uncomfortable sometimes when you're watching it like when he does baby yoda Oh, God. <laughs> Christ. Um, and so but yeah, you're, you're right, yeah. I thought that that would definitely uh, lend itself to this movie. And yeah, I, I think I really enjoyed it. Um, to be honest, I just finished it like two hours ago. So I'm really fresh <laughs> off of my first watch. So maybe we can nice. simulate that like coming out of the movie theater first conversation uh, type experience yeah <laughs> um where you're spoiling it for everybody else who's heading into the next show oh yeah yeah <laughs> let me think i really enjoyed it um and it was i guess something that caught me off guard about it in some places was the 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 concept for the story is actually very dark um so for people who haven't seen it it's about a man who was abducted when he was a child and raised by two people who were not his parents and was led to believe that he couldn't go outside, that he couldn't live the, the life he was living trapped inside this, what would you call it, like a bunker? 
Yeah, yeah, like a bunker. Was the only way like he could live, and there was only one TV show for him to watch, which was Brigsby Bear. Except Brigsby Bear is not was not a quote unquote real show, and it was just being produced for him by his um, his uh, would we say his captive father, the father that abducted yeah, the, him, the the abductor. He, yes. Kyle in the movie calls him his old dad. Yes, his old dad. <laughs> um, and so... Who is played by Mark Hamill. Yes, absolute star, legend. Um, but yeah, the I think the main conflict, the emotional conflict that you experience while watching the movie is that Kyle Mooney's character, James, loves Brigsby Bear. It's like one of the the main thing that brings him joy. But at the same time, it was something that was created by his old dad, to keep him captive. And so there's yeah. that weird uh, juxtaposition while watching the movie where I'm like, I'm so happy that he likes this, but it was also, I I feel weird when I'm watching um, James and his old dad interact because he's, I don't, he's not a good person quote-unquote like he, he kept a child <laughs> oh, <for sure>. captive <laughs> yeah i feel like we can definitively say that mark hamill's character ted is not a good person <laughs> i know but i kept the thing is is like when i was watching it i was like but he i didn't want to i don't know like clearly i knew he was a bad person but yeah he the way he I guess he was just definitely crazy, right? Like how he was interacting with James. He didn't seem to have any concept of what he did was wrong. He was like, yeah, this guy's just my kid now. Yeah, and because, yeah, there there's there are scenes in there that are just kind of funny and interesting. Later in the movie, when James confronts Mark Hamill, I'm just going to keep interchanging the actor name and the character name. Uh, when James confronts Ted in prison, uh mark hamill is like it's like yeah i uh you know your mom just brought you home or uh what's your name like april just brought you home and i uh, i just looked at you and i thought that this could be my son like he it wasn't a premeditated plan by him but he just kind of went with it uh and it is just funny seeing their interactions at the beginning of the movie when uh kyle is giving his presentation about like theories for the Brigsby Bear universe and Mark Hamill is just so interested and it's clear that like he is kind of mining for ideas and that it might like the Brigsby Bear universe that's kind of this uh Barney meets Star Trek <laughs> kind of thing like uh I it's like um oh what's the name of that movie um uh Shit, are we allowed to swear on this? I've decided that we are. Um, <laughs> what is... It has, like, all these weird puppets type deal. It's, like, The Longest Journey or something. Um, it's, like, an early, I think, late 80s, early 90s movie. Pan's Labyrinth? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one... I mean, I guess it does have a lot of uh, Jim Henson vibes. Where, uh, you know, with the animatronic, would we call it animatronic Brigsby Bear costume? Yeah, right. Uh, kind of reminds me of a lot of the puppets that you see in Dark Crystal and uh, oh, a Labyrinth. Sure. 
Yeah. But there is another... Oh, there's another movie. I'm going to remember it as soon. It's like the <laughs> longest story. Oh, there's a... The never-ending story. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, now I see what you mean. I've never seen it, but I, I know that name. Um, but it's funny that you bring up Jim Henson. I'm trying to find the quote here on the uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, on the Wikipedia page uh, for Breaks Me Bear, Dave McCrary, the director... Uh, it says he likened Ted's character to a depraved Jim Henson teaching weird lessons about the world in oh, a loving God. way. Uh, and yeah, it's just so funny that like, you know, you you see the snippets of Brigsby Bear, the show, like this old VHS uh, Barney show uh, that has these fantastical sci-fi elements. But then it, it's also teaching him multiplica- multiplication and things like that and it's it is just such a, a weird mix of things that that's so interesting as a concept of what Kyle's character is is learning and and all he has with him in this bunker yeah and there are all these weird like you go back and you watch it and you know that when they they um Rigsby Bear gets online because Kyle shares his tapes with a friend he makes once he gets out of um once he gets out of the bunker. Right, Spencer. And it starts to spread online. Yeah, Spencer, sorry, Spencer is the goat. He is the greatest of all time. He is so nice. <laughs> yeah, he's so supportive. He's so nice. He's so down for everything. <laughs> uh that actor, um He's gonna be uh, in some George Marvel Lennonberg. something, right? Yeah, he was in uh, both Spider-Man, uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies as the like co-anchor of the high school. Uh, oh, uh, like oh. Uh, homeroom th- show or whatever it is. Yeah, is that a yeah. thing people have? Yeah, we had that. It was just like the morning announcements, and and uh, there are just a few kids in that club that did it. I was homeschooled, so my mom was just like, "This is what we're doing today." <laughs> <laughs> yeah though though the, the spider-man homeroom announcement shows are extremely accurate okay although much high, higher production value than what i had i guess it's like doesn't he go to a it's like a specialty school yeah he goes like to a, a math and science high school i guess they have good equipment okay no more <laughs> spider-man talk anyways <laughs> i always find a way <laughs> Spencer was the best ever. I just was thinking this the entire time. Like, I want Spencer to be my friend. Like, he just was <laughs> fine. Was absolutely everything. And even when um, uh, there's, they're doing, they're shooting a scene for the Brigsby Bear movie that Kyle decides to make after he realizes that there's going to be no more Brigsby Bear made after his, uh, after Ted has been arrested. Um. They start shooting scenes for the movie and he wants a more practical effect. So he rigs a huge explosive <laughs> and Spencer is just like, what the fuck, dude? I've been driving around with explosives in my car. And even after that, he's not like, we're not yeah. going to be friends anymore. <laughs> he's just like, is just dealing with the fact that he's in the back of a cop car and is unhappy, which, you know, very fair. Yeah. <laughs> he was just such a cool guy. Yeah. And and by the way, that's also what, one of the funniest or that's also a really funny recurring bit is when James is Googling things and he's like, how do I make explosions look real? Thank you. 
like in in the search bar <laughs> yeah that was i think that goes back to like the juxtaposition of like oh this is funny but also wow i'm kind of depressed by the fact that you your the beginning of your life was basically taken from you that and how he operates in his world yeah. um which is funny and awkward yeah to watch but also de- just depressing i'm like can someone please help him <laughs> yeah that that is one thing that i i kind of wish they did more was i was thinking about how quickly the so the opening of the movie is james living with mark hamill uh and his mom in the bunker but that lasts like 10 minutes or less right yeah uh and so i think it would have been interesting to to be in there a little bit more but i'm i don't know if that would have ruined that pacing or anything um, yeah i guess they wanted the majority of the movie to be his um his adjustment yeah um and uh i guess him dealing with what he's been through yeah i think one thing that was a little weird but you know i guess doesn't really matter that much was that like he was see he was making so many close friends with all these high schoolers it's like what's he gonna do like later is he just gonna hang out with high schoolers for the rest of his life or is he ever gonna make like other friends (laughs) what's gonna happen here well those high schoolers are gonna graduate at some point yeah that's true i guess they were looking (laughs) at colleges oh yeah but yeah that is part of it where uh he uh like like his his sister um ooh, i forget the character name um aubrey uh his sister aubrey is like like you're old and you hooked up with my friend and, and stuff like that it's like yeah there that is kind of a a thing that they just kind of mention and then leave yeah they 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 brushed over that whole thing especially with like I was like Meredith you need to leave him alone you he has no idea what's going on you yeah. go away stop and so that was like kind of a weird scene and uh <laughs> but then he runs out in the in the backyard i guess and the sun snatcher starts talking to him he's like yeah yeah because because he's high uh or uh or uh i forget what he takes i don't i don't um, know but what it's that probably was. like his first exposure to both alcohol and drugs he was crossed uh, it was probably molly or something yeah yeah and so and so like he, it's just mark hamill's son snatcher just yelling at him he's like you smashed maribeth from the sky <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i think they i think overall they pulled off the juxtaposition of like a lot of this being charming and enjoyable but also having a really dark background of this person trying to readjust um to normal life yeah because it, it does it does take him a while to stop calling mark hamill old dad and not like his abductor yeah and then and that there is that moment with aubrey where uh she's angry with him but uh it's when he has like the the brixie bear head on and she's like, what's wrong with you? And and he's like, oh, well, yeah. I was abducted when I was a baby. So I think that's something to do with it. <laughs> but just like not in a sarcastic way. He, I thought like, that he's was just very like, good. Actually answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really liked that. They had a lot of um, very good just uh, his delivery of um, just, uh, 
I'm trying to figure out how to speak. Like, the genuinity of the character was probably some of the funniest uh, parts of the movie. Yeah. Like, like what he keeps calling the cops soldiers. <laughs> Uh, and so he doesn't like know how they operate. So after the explosion, he's like, "Oh no, I, I nice. know these guys. Like we're we're good friends." Oh yeah, I really enjoyed the um, uh, the police, uh, the detective character. Oh, uh, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, and the yeah. um, they have the scene where they're talking on his lunch break, and uh, he's like, "Why don't you um, why don't you do theater? Why don't you participate in plays anymore?" And he's like, oh, well, sometimes life just happens. And Kyle is like, I think it's very sad that you no longer can do what you wanted to do. And then he just walks away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always like the those kind of characters where it's, you know, he wants to act. So he uh, just joins the production, uh, but it like clearly knows it's it's the wrong thing to do, but does it anyway. Kind of a, I guess, similar to a Barry situation on HBO. Watch Barry. Oh, man, I already watched it, so now we can't talk about it on the show. Well, when season three happens, we can talk about that. Okay, that's true. Yeah. But um, his character was kind of, you could, that character totally couldn't, could have just not continued to exist, you know? Like, yeah. he could have just been like, hey, here's the world, bye, but they kept bringing him back. Yeah. And I thought that was a good because like I think every character that kind of showed up in the story had a point and kept coming back. And I think that helped build the world yeah. around um, Kyle. Yeah. I also liked he uh, at the end when um, Kyle breaks out of the um, the psychiatric ward and he comes back home and they're all uh, preparing the Brigsby bear uh, video. Uh, for him, I, was that a, a scene from the movie, or were they making a video? I couldn't tell from what was going. I on. I think that they're doing a scene from the movie. <laughs> or for they're the doing movie. the scene from the movie, and they're like, "How did you get out?" And Kyle's like, "Oh, I threw a t- TV through the window." And the detective is like, "Are you going to cut me out of the movie?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "Then I'm not telling anybody." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like in any other movie, they would have made it a big deal, and like it would have ad- added twenty extra minutes of having to deal with the fallout. But they just kind of moved past it. Uh, yeah, which I I like. Like you don't need that twenty minutes of arguing with uh, Claire Danes, the uh, the therapist. Like you can just do that oh. off screen and just move on from there because that's not the point of this the movie. Therapist, I hated the therapist so much. <laughs> I thought she was fine and, and until later, uh, like when he has to go yeah. go to the the hospital. Oh, also when he got to the hospital, I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is how, is that Andy Samberg? Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. <laughs> I was like, that looks like his uh, his profile, but I'm not sure. Oh no, that that is him. That's for sure, Andy Samberg. Yeah, so uh, he and the other two Lonely Island guys uh, produced it. Uh, along yeah. with with people uh, Akiva and Yorma uh, and Andy Samberg uh, and so I, that was probably just a, a fun cameo from that uh, but yeah I love Andy Samberg <laughs> <laughs> yes I'm I'm actually learning to appreciate him more than I did originally like 
for me with like the SNL cast, there are some people who I'm like, oh, I like you, but you're not my favorite to me. Like you just kind of are, um, you don't um, shine or have like a super particular character like or B-tier. performance trait that I'm really attracted to. What did you say? B tier. B tier, yes. Um, but recently I've definitely, he's been moving up in my, my ranks. Oh, that would be a good thing. I- SNL, um, talent, uh, tier. Oh yeah. That would, that would be funny. Yeah. Uh, have you seen mm. Brooklyn at nine? No, I haven't put we that should. on the yeah, list. Yeah, put that on the list. Uh, and Palm Springs is on the list. So, uh, but yeah, what a, just a, a, a funny random thing to have Andy Sandberg pop up. Yeah. And he's like, here are all my weapons. You're going to need them in the outside world. And then he's also <laughs> in the final production. Yeah. Like how'd they get him out to do <laughs> right, this? Yeah. Um, I think one thing that, um, I noticed while watching the movie that I had kind of a complaint about was that, you know, when Kyle is initially explaining his storyboard and his plot for the movie, it's clear that the story of Brigsby Bear is kind of is mirroring his experience in the movie so far. And Brigsby finally defeating the Sun Snatcher and leaving is symbolizing that uh, James can now move on. Right. And he has um, other things to rely on, uh, like the friends he's made and his family. And I think that was made pretty clear. And then at the end, Brigsby Bear appears on the stage (laughs) and they nod at each other and then he disappears. Yeah. And I thought that that was kind of like, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I, we, if this was just supposed to be like a funny, like intentionally cheesy part, I, that I understand, but also I was like, I'm kind of enjoying just understanding that symbolism on my own yeah. right now. And and just as a super, you know, sentimental moment of, you mm-hmm. know, the movie's over and he, he walks. I also really appreciated that. Uh, so they watched the movie at the end and uh, like they, they cut out the sound so you can't hear the applause. That, that was just kind of a, mm-hmm. a, a nice touch because... In other movies, it would just be, you know, you hear the thunderous applause and he walks in. But, you know, they they just have music over all of that. And I thought that was that was a, a nice play on your expectations. Yeah, I think that I removing the sound from the applause also gives you more of a chance to focus on like the individual characters facial expressions, which I think are more meaningful than the applause yeah. or the cheering. Yeah. Yeah, and and to to your point about the being too on the nose, uh, there's I mean there's a line I like that they probably could have ended it right there. I think I could go either way uh, on that <laughs> Brigsby Bear <laughs> being beamed out out of the stage. Uh, but there's the line <laughs> earlier where uh, when he's explaining the story and he's like, because when you think about it, his old parents didn't really do anything wrong. <laughs> and uh <No>. <laughs> I, I i i liked that and and yeah maybe they could have just left it there and then done all the symbolism more low-key but yeah i could go either way there i i, I just mm-hmm. liked this is honestly after watching it again i was like i was worried honestly that it wouldn't hold up to how i remembered this movie what uh rewatching mm-hmm. it because i haven't seen it since 2018 um probably and so uh watching it i was like oh yeah this is one of my favorite movies like right now it's on my letterbox 
so Letterboxd is a website where you can track and rate all the movies that you watch. And I have like four movies pinned to my profile as like these are my kind of go-tos. And I have Breaks Me Bear up there and I was worried I would have to take it down. But nope, it's staying up there. Because <laughs> I just love It retained the, its status. Yeah, I, I, I just love, I mean, it's really funny. But also I love that kind of sentimental uh, storytelling and it's, you know, kind of coming of age, but not really. And, and just the way that they're able to mix so many different things like the old timey 80s VHS, uh, VHS shows with, you know, acclimating to a new world with uh, meeting new people and coming out of your shell and everything like that. I think they mix it all really well. Mm-hmm. I forget what my yeah, end point think, was there, but whatever. <laughs> I think I agree on all of those. And I think what was most, I really enjoyed um, the um, the behind the scenes of them creating the movie and kind of them collaborating and the passion for the project, um, I think was really sweet to watch. Just yeah he's totally obsessed with Brigsby bear which makes sense. It's the only thing he's had his entire life. And it's a good show. Um, clearly. I mean, there's the, <laughs> the, the sun snatcher and the, the crystals and the, and the, the sisters, twins. <laughs> yeah. The sisters. He's like, also I'm in love with you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and the cops just roll up and she, I feel like she's just staring kind of blankly. Where I feel like I might, if I was in her shoes, I probably would have been a little more like, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, she kind of takes it in stride. Uh, yeah, she's very cool much. with it. And then yeah. she even comes to the show. Yeah, yeah, and she's in the movie and she kisses the bear. And everybody's like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> she's really into this. I thought I thought she was kind of like, like creeped out yeah, by that Yeah, she was kind of scarred by that. <laughs> What is that show? Um, I don't know. It's it is it's about a bear, and um, it's also like a guy in a costume. Oh, he's in a bear. Was costume. it like a Nickelodeon show? I think he was orange, so maybe. <laughs> Let me look it up because I, I think I know what you're talking about. And I mean, he was he just looked like a big lovable bear guy, and I think they lived in a tree. Do you, does, is this that, yeah, that all sounds familiar to me. Bear in the Big Blue House. I think that's it. Bear in the Big... Yes, there yeah, that's is. it. Yep. Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah, I kept on thinking of this. He's... Oh, my God. Oh, it's on... Well, wait, no. They're petitioning for it to be on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sign that petition. <laughs> I mean, this... I think this is kind of similar in some ways like i'm seeing here on amazon like they have the different dvds party time with bear and friends shapes sounds and colors with bear yeah bear benefits develops pattern recognition (laughs) self-expression color matching oh and there's a big moon in the sky he talks to so kind of similar that way yeah did you see uh, Kyle was on um, uh, Seth Meyers' show and he came and he brought his VHS collection and they go through it together? Oh, no, I didn't see that. I, I, I knew that he like collected uh, VHS tapes for like old shows, but, but I haven't seen that. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, um, he has a lot of really weird ones. Like there's one that uh, 
you know, there are children's shows and stuff like that that are just like really overtly Christian and <laughs> seem a little um, weird. But the other one <laughs> is like it's POV girlfriend. Like it's a woman who like talks to the camera and you're, you're you're supposed to imagine that you are seeing what the camera is seeing. Wow. So it was like TikTok <laughs> before TikTok. Yes, exactly. Wow. I think, yeah, I think, you know, POV TikToks are, are the cinema of our time, of our generation. <laughs> They're so good. It's exactly why I don't have a TikTok. Okay, I think you should, I think you should give TikTok a chance. There's actually Honestly, no, some there, there's some good stuff on, on TikTok. I just don't have the time or care enough to actually download TikTok and all the TikToks that I think will be funny, I'll probably see on Twitter anyways. Well, you know what? We don't even have to TikTok about TikTok, Jacob. Wow. That was... <laughs> I can't believe you just said that to me. <laughs> uh, I'm proud of myself for that one. Did you ever... Um... <laughs> oh, you probably missed this because you don't have Instagram. Right. Um, you might have seen it on YouTube at some point. Uh, Kyle made like a narrative story where he was pretending he was posting to his Instagram story and was pretending to be like an influencer who was being like kidnapped in his house by a demon. I know I haven't seen that. <laughs> and he kept like posting like, guys, what do you think I should do? And he would put like a poll <laughs> while he was being chased by the demon. No, I, have, I think it's all available on YouTube. Yeah, that was that was really good. All right. We got a little off topic. What else? Do we have more to say? I don't know. I, I guess just uh, what, what, to sum it up, what are you, what are your overall thoughts with uh, with Breaks Be Bear? I, hmm, I don't know if I would call it one of my all-time faves, but that's something that's going to have to sit for a little while. Like, as I mentioned, I just watched it right. two hours ago. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, for me, and I, I don't know if this is similar for you when I watch a movie and I'm like, oh my God, like I really enjoy this. This is definitely going to be one of my all time greats as I'm watching it. I, I just like, I have a moment where I'm like, yes, this is my favorite movie now. And I yeah. just didn't get that with this movie. Sure. Um, but even though while watching it, I was like, this is good. This is funny. I like this. I just didn't have that moment of recognition. So I if I if I had to give it a rating and Ooh, I think this is ratings? something that you and I yeah, we're doing a rating. I think this is something that you and I um have <laughs> a lot of our conflict is based around ratings and I feel like we have different scales where I think I said like Kingdom Hearts 2 was like a 7.5 and you got really you got really upset with me yeah i because that's absurd to me i feel like we just understand it differently kingdom hearts um, 2 is at I'm, least an eight at minimum uh, you are fighting with me over 0.5 points <laughs> yes it's, really? it's all about the implication the stereotype that's associated with each score fisher there's a stereotype yeah okay Oh my god! You you think Listen, of you think of a to... nine differently than you think of an eight point five. Anyways, Breaks sorry. This is no. This Breaks isn't about Kingdom Hearts. Bear. That's for another day. 
What's your rating for Briggs Blue Bear? Are we are we doing a a, a twenty point scale? A twenty point. Where it's well, so that that's when it's just one through ten, and then by point fives. Oh, yeah, yes. sure. Um, no, I give it a I give it two thumbs up. <laughs> point five. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I if I had to come up with it right now, I would give it an eight point five. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty. That's, I honestly, I think that sounds about right. I, I'd probably just go nine, just because I, I, it's kind of like, uh, in terms of vibes, personally, it, it's kind of something mm-hmm. that I really gravitate towards. But I think eight point five is probably a, like the a perfect way to go between eight point five and nine. Yeah, because if I had to talk about movies for me that are probably, you know, I really hesitate to give something a ten. Sure. Um. But, you know, I'll say I don't if I'm being purely subjective and the 10 is what the my experience watching the movie or playing the game was. Those are my 10s. But I don't think there's any I don't think it's possible to have an objective. 10, oh, yeah, of course. If that not. makes sense. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is, is like on my letterboxd account, this has a five star follow jacob on his letterboxd account yeah follow me on on letterboxd uh it's jamikov j-a-m-i-c-o-v uh but so uh like on on letterboxd i think i gave brigsby bear five stars but i wouldn't give it a 10 mm-hmm. because I, I think just there are different implications with both the, both of those different kinds of scales uh but like i mean a, a, that five star i think is is a, such a subjective score because it's it's uh a lot of my own taste and and uh things that i find funny or aesthetics that i like and things like that um but yeah i, th- I, th- I think 8.5 to 9 sounds about right for the the, tw- the old 20 point scale i feel like for me uh so if it's out of stars so the four star is me saying like i thought this was a really good movie and i enjoyed it i think that the story was done well the technique like Technically, it's a great movie. And then I think that final yeah. star is my personal, like, whatever per, um, personal bias or experience that I have or um, uh, attraction. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the true yeah, connection. That's what the final star yeah. is. Or I guess in terms of the 20 point yeah. <laughs> system, like the yeah. final uh, 1.5. You got to earn that star. <laughs> you need to know my personal tastes. As a director, <laughs> you have to cater to me. <laughs> you know what we should do is, is at some point we should do like our favorite, like, like top five, or not even top five, but just five of our favorite movie shows, games, just so people can get a, a sense for where our tastes lie. Oh, yeah, that would definitely give people some background information. Yeah. In hindsight, that probably should have been the first episode, but you know what? We're in too deep now, so we'll do it at some point. <laughs> any directors who are listening if you want to cater your movie specifically to me here is what you must know <laughs> yeah. all right well I, i'm i'm glad you like it uh, this uh, this is i was i was glad that i still liked it as much as i do uh, on this probably the third time i've seen it because i i watched it on that plane and then i came home and rented it from the library after that semester of college and showed it to my mom and she really liked it but then since then i haven't seen it 
I think it was a really good first pick for this podcast. Yeah, it's it's obscure, but I'm passionate about it. I th- I think that that's a good a good medium. You know, wow, you, just like just like the concept of the movie. <laughs> yeah, obscure but passionate about it. Yeah, you can't do something like like something in the MCU right off the gate. You know, I mean, I guess you can if you want to get views, but. Yeah, we watched Infinity War. <laughs> Let's see. I guess we should talk about what we're going to do next time. Yeah. And and then so so then people can watch or play along or whatever uh as as we do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our kind of concept for this was something like a, a book club or a movie club. Yeah. Where you just show up and you talk about what you thought essentially. So, <laughs> I feel like it really lends itself to if you want to play along. Um so this is my first recommendation. Um, and I am recommending Hereditary by Ari Aster yeah. to Jacob. I think it came out in 2017 or 2018. Uh, yeah, I think 2017 sounds right. Hmm, 2017 movies are the, are the <laughs> trend right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, no, it is 2018. Sorry, I'm just looking it up right now. Fuck. Then I, then I guess, huh, for some reason I thought Midsummer was 2018. But okay. No, yeah. Midsummer was 2019. Yeah. Wow. Right. He really released those movies right after another, huh? All right, cool. I'm excited for that one. I've seen Midsummer, which is the second movie that Ari Aster did, uh, but I haven't seen Hereditary, so we'll see how that goes. I was coming up the stairs, and I heard music, and I was like, wow, that music sounds a lot like Midsummer. Is my dad watching Midsummer? And I walk, and I turn it, and I look in, and of course, I walk right in on the cliff jump scene, which is the best scene from the movie. (laughs) (laughs) he liked it but i asked him what he thought and he uh first he just said uh and then he said i think that the 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 cult um i respected their traditions but they shouldn't have brought other people into it which i think is a really (laughs) good way to review movies like your personal opinion on the actions of the (laughs) characters (laughs) like you were there (laughs) i didn't like it that kyle mooney character was somewhat of an oddball he made me feel uncomfortable sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hereditary it is. Yay. It's going to be such <laughs> a good time. And what awesome and lighthearted topics will we talk about on that episode? You'll have yeah. to tune in to the next episode <laughs> of I Told You So. Wow. Good ending. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> for listening and if you are interested in sending us a suggestion on something to watch or play you can feel free to send that suggestion to us at i told you so podcast at gmail.com thanks so much for listening